1: Joe, I didn't even get a chance to uh, to ask you today. What were your thoughts on uh, on Wemby last night? You getting a chance to see that show.
2: Ah, uh, he got a ways to go, but you can see in a yeah. couple years. First of all, I'm shocked he's not injured with that <laughs> body. I don't mean to be. You know, all the big guys get hurt, right? The first year, it seems like all the big slender guys don't last. Or we see, yeah,
1: him? like Chet Chet Holmgren. Karate had a good point. Like he was, you know, he's going through the lane and and bam, like put his hand on him and he like crumbled because I mean his legs are like. They're ridiculous. He gets caught up. Did you um, watch what
2: Embiid did to him? Yeah.
1: Embiid threw him
2: around like he was 100 pounds.
1: He's not not strong.
2: No, he's not. All the physical play just neutralizes all the great skill. He's got some of the greatest skill set. I mean, dribbling and shooting and things he can do. He can
1: shoot from outside. He is going to have a tough time living up to that hype, though, man. I think
2: he's going to be really good. I think someday we're going to be talking about him scoring close to 30 points a game.
1: Okay, but does he – Eventually be you know, does he become a winning player though? I That's the question because their team stinks.
2: Yes, they're bad. They hung around for three quarters. Hung around till Tyler and Bam and Jimmy go, Enough's enough. By the way, how nice was that to be talking about the big three when this is the way it was supposed to be? When was the last time, Heat fans, that we talked about Tyler having twenty four, Bam having a twenty point game, ten of fourteen, and Jimmy going for a triple double um, first of all, the three of them haven't played a whole lot together, but uh, to play that way, and it's got to make the Heat feel a little bit better now at twenty-eight and twenty-four on the season. Um, and the trade deadline—I don't think they're going to do anything to do you? you. You get any kind of gut feeling from Ira or any of those no guys? Chance, yeah, man. I think that,
1: they that, looked fine last night. I mean, everyone looked to mesh okay last night. They—I mean, they couldn't hit a shot to save well, their Ro- lives Rozier most of the was, game, but uh, eh. but. I don't know what you make of this Rozier thing. That that's the interesting one. Has not like, gotten he, off to he, he a great not, start. He doesn't here fit in, in yet. I think he will. Someone's got to go to the bench though, right? They keep talking <laughs> I about mean, it.
2: I can tell you I, I can tell you who will not take the bench well. Tyler Hero. No. If if you're thinking about having Tyler come off the bench, I think uh they wanna stick with that group last night that they ended up going with and uh, go, hey. Let's keep playing together. Get better chemistry. Figure out what everybody can do. Had a nice fourth quarter. Outscored San Antonio thirty-eight to twenty-seven. But uh, I schedule hate to say this up.
1: too, but you know, eventually, I mean, the Heat deal with a lot of injuries.
2: Damn, bro, why you gotta bring well, up? Well, you know, it'll it'll kind of figure itself done.
1: out at some point, but. Well, you, know, you think Jimmy and Tyler and those guys are going to play the rest of the way? I don't know,
2: but whatever happened, Jimmy all of a sudden has played 10 or 11 games now. I don't know, 12, whatever it is, if straight games and been really good. He even came out and said, I understand it's important that I play, that we need to, to get rolling. This that's flirting nice. around 500 is uh, not going to cut it. And uh, so, by the way, the guy that's missed the most games so far, it's not his fault. I'm not blaming I was watched the night he sprained his ankles. Tyler Hero's missed like 20 games.
1: He's had some unlucky stuff happen to him. Yeah. Obviously, the postseason last year. Yeah,
2: and was got off to a great start this year, averaging about 25 points a game. And then, uh, boy, he had been under till last night, 10 of 15 shooting, but got it, got it back.
1: The crazy thing is, and we'll never know the answer to this, but do the Heat make the finals if Tyler Hero doesn't get hurt? Yeah. We'll never know the answer. I mean, you know. Well, they
2: made it. I know. It's kind of weird. I usually it's the other way.
1: I know, but I'm saying like if he doesn't get hurt, do they go all the I mean, you know what kind of team they were going into the playoffs? Yeah.
2: And uh, they end up having great chemistry. They got a lot from the guys off the be- hell they had a couple guys coming off the bench that were went out and made a lot of money for themselves on different teams right now. So anyway, we we've, we've got that. We've we got a lot more stuff and uh, expecting Andrew Van Ginkle, uh, to join us here in just a couple of minutes. Hopefully we'll talk to him for a few as a free agent now. Uh, Free agent, and I'm guessing going to get a lot of offers in the open market. Now the question is, how long, how much? i got to believe the Dolphins would love to get him back. I mean, he is just the ultimate um, great effort, productive had a touchdown last year, six sacks. It, they would love to get him back. But I also know, Chris Greer said this too, you can't get them all back, man. There's big old turnover on everybody's team, and we're in there right now. I am dying to see, folks, and not this weekend because I want to watch the Super Bowl, but I am dying to see when all those guys sit at the top there and they have those meetings where the head coach comes in and meets with the GM and Brandon Shore, who – runs the contracts and the money, and and they all sit around there together and go, how can we get rid of the cap problems and how can we free up some money to go year two all in? How do we do it? Put Mr. Ross on the phone. We're going to need some money. And here we go. I'm guessing Tom Garfinkel probably sits in some of those meetings along with everything else he's doing. That's kind of at the, the top of the leaderboard trying to figure out how to uh how to get this team to the next level and what it needs. I just hope everybody's honest with themselves, man, when they sit down. Everybody. And we did. We did beat up, we did beat up the teams that struggled. We we beat them up in a big way. We love playing them. And we struggled against the really good teams. And I hope all of that is taken into consideration on all financial decisions that are made going forward. So anyway, we uh we're gonna have uh, Andrew join us here in just a second. We'll, uh, we'll talk to him as we've got all kinds of uh, all kinds of stuff going on here and the Super Bowl and Mahomes and Purdy talk and uh, and everything else that we've had and we'll have a little Kim Bo camper for you a little bit later in the show. had Bo on earlier in the show and uh, we'll talk to him. But anyway, it looks like right now, yeah, there it is, a little bit of music. I see a guy flying from side to side, running a guy down the field, intercepting a pass. Mr. Effort, Andrew Van Ginkle, outside linebacker, pass rusher, edge rusher, whatever you want to call him, joins us. Andrew, how you doing, man?
3: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on.
2: No, man, it's great to have you on. By the way, uh I everybody has a different title. What position do you call yourself when, when we talk about defense? <laughs>
3: Oh man. Um, you know, I would probably say I'm an edge player. Okay. Um, you know, but obviously the more you can do in today's league, being versatile is very key. So yeah, you know, I take pride in being able to do all all of that.
2: Well, Andrew, I gotta tell you I didn't get a chance to talk to you at the end of the year, man, and I uh, always love talking to you so I'm so glad you could do this. First of all, I just wanna ask you in general how you feeling, how you coming how you coming along? I
3: feel great. <clears throat> um, you know, obviously a rough end of the season. That's the way we wanted it to end. Um, but, you know, there's always room for growth, and um, I'm looking forward to next year, whatever uh, the future holds. And, um, yeah, just take it day by day.
2: Hey, Andrew, I got to ask you first of all, um, Vic was obviously, Vic Fangel was a big fan of yours, and we saw what, and a good, a good eye by him because you got to play a lot and put up some big numbers. Matter of fact, did you see what they put? Pro Football Focus rated you the eighth best edge rusher in the National Football League. Do you pay attention to that stuff?
3: Uh, I try not to. Um, But, yeah, I get family and friends that show me things like that. And um, Obviously, it's pretty cool to be up and, you know, to be rated that high. And, um, you know, I just come in each and every day trying to get better and uh, perfecting my craft. So, um, to be in a group of guys like that, um, obviously there's a lot of elite edge defenders in this league. So, um yeah it's pretty
2: cool hey Andrew I I want to ask you about uh the Vic Fangio obviously watched the tape and said I I want Andrew Van Ginkle back so he went out can you tell us about that story and did you think you were going to be a Miami Dolphin last year or do you think there's a good chance you were going somewhere else now that the year's over uh yeah I mean obviously you
3: never know going into free agency um you know, I, I knew the Dolphins liked me, and um, I knew they wanted me back, but um, obviously I thought there'd be other opportunities out there, and um, at the end of the day, <clears throat> now you know, Vic uh, just had high regards for me and obviously saw something in me, so, um, you know, it's very clear to me where I needed to be, and, um, yeah, the rest is history.
2: Hey, Andrew, as you know, Vic Fangio's not a warm, fuzzy guy. Um and, and he's got a different zone. He's obviously a very good coordinator. Uh, did you ever have talks with him? Is that a guy you could talk to about ideas, or was it just kind of his way and let's go?
3: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's been in this league for a long time. He obviously knows how to call a game, and um, he knows what to expect in certain situations. So um, you know, it was kind of one of those things where we trusted him, uh, trusted that he would put us in the right position to make plays and to succeed. And um, you know, that was cool about his scheme is that he didn't change a lot of things from week to week. He kind of knew what to expect, and um, he kind of knew the plays that going into the week were the same plays that we ran all year.
2: If if you did something wrong, uh, was it a critique or was it old school or was it hey let's we can do better on this? What what style did he have in meetings after games?
3: Uh, yeah, he, I mean, you know, he would let you know if you had a good play or a bad play. Um, yeah. you know, if it's a bad play, it's something that we need to fix and right. correct. And, you know, that's kind of what I alluded to It's for the most part, the plays are very similar throughout the, throughout the year, you know, he's calling the same plays. So, um, he expects you to get better over time to, you know, you're getting the same teaching points and, um, you know, which doesn't bring up a lot of challenges.
2: Yeah, I want to ask you about Hard Knocks. Um, they had a little bit of you on Hard Knocks, man. You and the wife, it was great. What uh, What'd you think of the show overall, and what What'd you think when you found out Hard Knocks is going to be hanging out with us the rest of the year? <laughs>
3: uh, you know, at first I was pretty skeptical about it, um, you know, but as the season wore along, they weren't really – um, up in your face, like I thought they'd be, you know, they kind of stayed out of the way, and, um, you know, they only use snippets of, you know, what we go through. Obviously, you know, a whole week, there's a lot of information they can gather and put in the show, but, you know, even when they came to my house, they were there for, you know, you know a quick hour and, you know, got a few minutes on the show about it. So it wasn't something that was necessarily too grueling or um, cumbersome, but... Um, yeah, it's definitely something that we had to get used to, and um, um, you know, just work
2: through it as a team. Andrew, I, I do want to ask you this too, if you don't mind. So the the edge rushers, the three of you guys, were really productive uh, before injury, and the two tackles inside had career years with Sealer and and Wilkins. What was it? Because you guys didn't blitz all the time, or you didn't blitz that much, actually. What was it that made that system? so productive that nobody can question with the amount of sacks and pressures you guys had?
3: I think it starts with letting you play uh, free. And, you know, that's kind of what <clears throat> McDaniel is trying to get us, like instill in us players is uh, don't be stressed out about, you know, doing your job perfectly. Obviously, we're g- it's football. There's going to be, you know, mistakes, but as long as you're doing it 100% and uh, flying around, um, you know, you just got to be disruptive, and that's what the D-line is meant for, and, um, you know, obviously, you got guys like Sealer and, um, you know, Christian on the inside, and uh, Rayquan was in there, and when you got guys that can play off each other and feed off each other's energy, um, that really goes a long way, so, um, you know, obviously, helped us edge defenders.
2: Hey, Andrew, it seems like you guys are a pretty close group of guys, unless it was a bad read by me, and... And your group and I'm talking about the different groups and, and together. Did you feel that way this year that that, that whole group that you played with? You guys seem to hang out a lot.
3: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, you know, just since the years I've been here we've always had a you know tight knit group and um, you know, it's something that we try to pride ourselves on and um, you know, not every team's like that and when you can build chemistry and Build a relationship with guys. It's only going to help you on the football field, and you know I think that's the key component in being a successful team.
2: I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but uh, would you like to come back here and play for the Miami Dolphins if things can work out?
3: Yeah, if everything works out, you know I love it here. Um, you know our family loves it here. It's been home to us the past five years, and um, you know I'd love to be a Miami Dolphin, you know, for a long time. But you know at the end of the day, it's a business and. Yep. Um, if it doesn't work out then yeah uh, we got to go our separate ways but that's the goal
2: yeah I gotta tell you Andrew man people love the way you play you know that right I'm sure you you realize you picked up a, a lot of fans with your style of nonstop effort running around from and and running down the field or whatever you have to do to to make a play I, I think there's great appreciation from uh, from a lot of people the way you play the game so I, so I got to ask you this and I'll let you go. You've seen Kansas City up close. Who do you like, Kansas City or San Francisco?
3: You know, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I keep going back and forth, but I don't know. If I had to, I don't know. I'd probably put, I'd probably say the Chiefs. Um, End up pulling it out late. You know, it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes.
2: I was going to ask you about, like, so, so, and I'm going to the Germany game for you. Um, the guy can move around, you know. He makes plays no matter who he's throwing to. Uh, I always wonder what you thought of just the different things that that guy can do, and and a game plan when you play against Patrick Mahomes. What's it start with? What What does a coach tell you when you're getting ready to play against Mahomes? Uh,
3: you know, I think he's very good at. Uh, scrambling and making plays with his feet, and then obviously finding open receivers downfield. Um, you know that's the biggest thing. When he breaks the pocket, you got to your receivers, uh, stick to them. Because if you if you let them go, I mean it's an explosive, and they're more than
2: likely going to score a touchdown on it. Yeah, yeah, no question. Andrew, thanks, man. I uh, really appreciate it. I know if I was going to get to see you again, man, or not, but uh, I want to thank you for everything. You've been great to work with and and to follow. So thank you so much. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. All right, Andrew Van Ginkle, edge rusher for Miami Dolphins, now a free agent. Now a free agent, and uh, we'll see what uh, what happens. But he gonna have some. He's got Drew Rosenhaus representing him, and he is going to have a lot of teams interested in him after uh, the way he played last year. All right, we got to go to break here, and I want to take a second to tell you about Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage for just a second, man. You know, Michael Kotze got some good news. Fixed rates now in the fives. If you closed on your home in the past year with a rate of over 7%, you might want to call Michael Kotze. Fixed rates in the fives with no prepayment penalty. Call right now to save money, get some cash flow, save some money, get some extra money, whatever it is you need it for. Michael Kotze can make it happen and make it happen quickly. About half the time of the banks is what he always talks about. Three decades here in South Florida, more than – Helping people, and and people ask me, so what makes this guy, Michael Cotti, a choice mortgage so successful to stay in business and and get it done? I go, look, at, he's relentless. He he's going to work, knows people. He works Saturday and Sunday. He's always working on on helping you get that money you need quickly or get approved. That's what he does. Get you the best rates. He works twenty four seven. Here's his number, cell phone number. You can call him anytime. Five six one. 441-2730. 4, 561-441-2730. 4, 1, 1. 4, 4, 1, MLS 166254. Rates and terms subject to change. Daily without notice. He's an equal. How's it? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions
0: in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bitch. Music.
3: You said my word
1: Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier. And timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Lender.
1: All right, let's get you a stock market open. Sponsored by Miami Lakes Auto Mall. Start the new year and a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, .com. Uh, futures are looking, uh, I guess, flat this morning here. Joe Dow up uh, forty one, Nasdaq down seventeen, S and P down three points. So uh, there you go. Best of luck to all players, Joe. Back to you. Thank you, Woody. Yeah, last thing you want to do is man get caught up in
2: that roller coaster. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Anyway, I want to thank uh, Andrew Van Ginkle for joining us this morning. As he uh, a little different situation this off season than he was last off season after. Putting up some good numbers, still being a young guy, and um, I don't know. Pass rushers make good money. I I don't know what uh, what he's looking at, and you got two guys that I don't know when they're going to be back on the outside, and Bradley Chubb and uh, Jalen Phillips, who when they're right, they're really good. And see how long it takes those two to get back is also part of the conversation when all the big guys meet uh, over there in the uh, practice facility and go over stuff is the injury bug of of guys coming back and, and everything else. So got, uh, got a big Friday, and uh, a lot of stuff lined up for tomorrow. It's going to be uh, fun as we're finally going to wrap up the week and have a chance to uh, talk a little more about Kansas City and San Francisco. Man, I – I hate to hype something up and then it's a disaster and it's just a crappy game, but <clears throat> I think this one is going to be a little bit like last year's, man. That was a hell of a game last year. That ended up being a, a, a really, really game. We got to get all caught up here, but uh, we want to let you know Kim Bocamper, uh, former teammate, Killer B, sideline, and uh, does a lot of stuff with the Miami Dolphins. He's going to join us coming up in uh, just a few minutes, and, and we'll talk to uh, Bo about the Dolphins, and uh, a little bit about Vic Fangio as well. And uh, and then some of the nightclubs. Some of the nightclubs in honor of Vic Fangio, who said his guys on defense were, were partying just a, a little too much. But before I do, I I got to take a second to tell you about Cliggy's carts. It's a Valentine's Day special. Cliggy goes, hey, Joe, man, I just you got to tell everybody, attention to all the lovebirds out there, never before seen pricing $2,000 overstock factory rebate on all four- and six-seat 72-volt Royal prices in the mid twelve. So, give your sweetheart a great Valentine's gift. That's a guarantee to get some loving your way with that new Royal EV. Man, four-seater, six-seater, great stuff going on. Huge Valentine's Day sale right now through Valentine's Day. 72-volt uh, crown carts, full $2,000 off due to overstock factory rebate. Now's the time, man. Four-seaters in the mid-12, six-seaters in the mid-13s, never-before-seen prices. These are loaded and absolutely gorgeous for you and the family to really enjoy. So come on out. Get to Pompano Beach and check them out. You can always uh, – I know, Cliggy's a little crazy. He's out of his mind right now with these prices. Golf Check it out that way. And uh, don't forget to mention, you heard the commercial right here. Cliggy's, K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. Easy to get to in Pompano Beach. Visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. They are easy. Again, located at 1751 West Copens Road in Pompano Beach. That showroom is spectacular. You're going to love Valentine's Day with Cliggy's Carts. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.